0: the spirit of excellence hallelujah and um, it's very important that we talk about this particular spirit because anytime we talk about this one of the spirits that represents God we are talking about God himself hallelujah God is a spirit amen and it's not just a spirit but God is an excellent spirit hallelujah God is excellent. And if we are made in his image, then we have to be excellent as well. Otherwise, we are not representing God properly. Amen. And you see, excellence is not an accident. Hallelujah. Excellence is not an accident. When you go to any place or when you see any person or when you deal with any group, and and you feel excellence around them know that work has gone into it hallelujah i don't know whether you can hear me can you hear me come alive this morning i say anytime you see a group or a place or a person who ha- carries excellence you must know that they were not born with it hallelujah nobody is born excellent Excellence doesn't just happen. You don't just, oh, you are going to shop. You are going shopping. You went to, the, to Sainsbury's. And then after Sainsbury's, you forgot that you had to buy something from uh, the corner shop. So you went to the corner shop, bought something. And on your way, somebody said, oh, there's Olympic game going there. And you just happened to go to the stadium. And they allowed you to get to the tracks. And when you got onto the tracks, they said, on your mask, get set, go. And then you started going with your shopping. And before you realized, you had broken the uh, uh, Olympic 100-meter record. Does that happen? Is that a story? No, it doesn't happen like that. In fact, for you to even qualify to come and stand anywhere near the Olympic uh, uh, track, you must have worked four years. Hard work. You must meet a qualifying time. And the qualifying time is not an easy time to meet. There are a lot of 100 meter runners. But if you want to qualify for 100 meters as a, as a man to run, you have to do 10.7 minimum. Otherwise, you don't qualify. You see, 100 meters, can you imagine 100 meters? If, for instance, this room from here to there is probably 20 meters. So add five of them and then count one and two and three and four and five and six and seven and eight and nine and ten. You have, you must finish. You must finish four or five of these. From zero to ten, it's not an easy thing, and that is only to qualify you to come and hold the flag. And start the preliminary race, and you have to do about eight of the races before you get to the final. Hallelujah. So, you see, excellence is not something that happens by accident. Nobody wakes up and becomes an excellent student. I just got a first class. It doesn't happen. Nobody wakes up and becomes an excellent wife. It doesn't happen. Hallelujah. So, you see, if we are going to talk about excellence, we must know that excellence is not an accident. Excellence is a deliberate thing that we need to strive for. Hallelujah. And so, if we are going to talk about excellence, I think for, for the, the, the sake of our study, we are going to look at about three or four personalities. The first personality we are going to look at for our case study will be Daniel in the Bible. And then we are going to look at Joseph in the Bible as well. And we'll also look at Paul in the Bible. And if time permits, we'll look at Jesus as well. Amen. So, four personalities. Daniel, Joseph, Paul, and Jesus. Amen. Let's start with Daniel. Daniel chapter 1. Daniel chapter 1 from verse number 3. It's a long story. I don't know if I'm going to read all of it, but I hope you get it just as we start reading. Then the king instructed Ashpenaz, the master of the Enoch, to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles, young men in whom there was no blemish, but good-looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quick to understand, who had ability to serve in the king's palace and whom they might teach the language of and literature of the Chaldeans and the king appointed to them daily provisions for the king's deli- of the king's delicacies and of of the wine which he drank and 3 years of training for them amen so they were in the university amen so that they at the end of the time they might serve before the king now among them among those of the sons of Judah where Daniel, Hananiah, Mish, Mishael, Mish, and Azariah, to whom the king, the chief of the Enochs, gave the name. He gave Daniel Bechaza, and to Hananiah Shadrach, and to Michael Meshach, and to Azariah Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now, God had brought Daniel into the favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear the king, I fear my lord the king, who has appointed your food and drink. For why should he see your face looking worse than the young men who are of your age. Then you would endanger my head before the king. Hallelujah. So what, what is happening is, there are a lot of students that have been picked, selected, handpicked, people who are wise or knowledgeable, people who have choices among the young men, they've brought them into a school, into a university. and they put them char- they put in charge of them and Enoch, the chief of Enoch. And this chief of Enochs for some reason, had found uh, favored Daniel and the other Hebrew, the three other Hebrew boys, favored them and he wanted to give the food that the king had instructed that they should eat. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he will not be defiled. Amen. So Daniel decided, no, we will not eat. You give us vegetables and water. Don't give us meat. Don't give us any of the things that the king wants us to eat. And you give us some time. After the time, just compare our looks to the looks of uh, the others and see whether we look paler and we look poorer. Than the other guys. The Eunuch was not very happy because says that if you look more ugly than the other guys, my head is on the block. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then Daniel says verse 12. Please test your servant for 10 days. You don't worry about it. Instead of three the three years that the king is talking about, just give us 10 days of us eating this food, and see whether you will notice any changes. Test your servants for 10 days and let them give us vegetables and to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be examined before you and the appearance of the young men who eat the portion of the king's delicacies. And ask, as you see fit, so deal with your servants. So he consented to them with them in this matter and tested them ten days. And at the end of the ten days, their features appeared better and fatter in the flesh than all the young men who ate of the king's portion. Hallelujah! Yeah. Then the steward took away their portion of delicacies and wine, and they were that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. This is a message for all the vegetarians. As for these young men, God gave them knowledge, skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Hallelujah. Now, you will see that when you read the book of Daniel, there is something that's confusing in the book in that... You see, and Daniel and the king, and Daniel and the king, and Daniel and the king. And you would think that, you probably think that he's talking to one, is, Daniel is dealing with one king. But you realize that there are three different kings. Daniel served in three different regimes. So one king came, died. So this is the first king who has picked the, the, the boys to train. And of, of the boys that were picked... Was Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego with Daniel? Right? Now, let's go to chapter 5. We are dealing with another king, not the same king, another king. Hallelujah. Chapter 5, from verse 6. Then the countenance, the king's countenance changed, and his thoughts troubled him so that the, the, the joints of his hips were loosened and his knees knocked against each other. And the king cried aloud to bring the astrologers and the Chaldeans and the soothsayers. And the king spoke saying to the wise men of Babylon, whoever reads the writing and tells me its interpretation shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold around his neck and he shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Now all the king's wise men came but after they had they could not read the, the, the writing or make known the interpretation. King, then the king Belshazzar was greatly troubled. And his countenance changed, and the lords were astonished. And the queen, because of the words of the king and his lords, came to the banquet hall. And the queen spoke, and saying, O king, live forever. Do not let your thoughts trouble you, nor let your countenance change. There is a man, Somebody said, there is a man. There is a man in your kingdom in whom the spirit of the holy God, in whom is the spirit of the holy God. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And the king Nebuchadnezzar, your father, and your your father the king, made him the chief of the magicians, astrologers, the childians, and the soothsayers. May you be made the chief amongst your father's children. Hallelujah. I said, may you be made the chief in your, in your household. When they are looking for a solution, may they call upon you. Oh, I, I didn't hear anybody say amen. Say, they were looking for somebody to interpret a dream, and they couldn't find any. And the king was troubled. You remember, this is a new king who didn't know the things that, the very last verse we read, that the spirit of understanding and visions and dreams were found in Daniel. This king didn't know that. So when the uh, handwriting came and wrote something on the wall and he was troubled, he didn't know who to go to. Amen. So he was, he was perplexed, not knowing what to do. And the queen, mother, the word queen there is not the wife of the king. In fact, the word queen is actually the queen mother. It was the wife of the of Belshazzar of Nebuchadnezzar. Sorry. Nebuchadnezzar. And so she was present when Daniel was being trained. And when Daniel started his work in the palace. So she knew that this guy is the solution. Amen. And so She went to the king and said, do not be troubled. There is a man in whom the spirit of the Lord resides. There is a man, hallelujah. A man. That is why I'm saying that if they are looking for solution, may they call upon you. Because of the spirit of God that is inside of, of you. Hallelujah. They called upon him and he came and interpreted the dream. Hallelujah. Now, the thing that I want you to look at is verse 12. Verse 12 is the most important thing in all that we have read. Inasmuch as as an excellent spirit, knowledge, understanding, interpreting dreams, solving riddles, and explaining enigmas were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will give the interpretation. Amen. This is what the queen said. That inasmuch as an excellent spirit has been found in this Daniel. Hallelujah. And somebody say an excellent spirit. May you have an excellent spirit. Now, let us define excellence. What does excellence mean? Excellence comes from the Latin word exceller, which means celsius and lofty. Ex means to rise. And colis means hill. So excellence means to rise to the hill. Does that make sense? To rise to the hill. Which denotes or connotes work. If you are going to go to the top of a hill, you have to put some effort into walking up the hill. How many will agree that walking up the hill is not the same as walking in the park? Hallelujah. Are you with me? Walking up the hill depending on how steep the hill is it's not a joke. It's not a simple thing. It takes effort. So to uh, X means rise up and call means hill. To rise up to the hill is to be go above and beyond. To get to the apex of the land. How many know that in every land the hill is the apex is the top so amongst all the land the hill is the zenith amen. Amen. amen and on on wednesday i was saying that if you're going to be excellent you have to how many remember what i said sorry i'm trying to see whether you were here on on wednesday nobody was here so, I'm, I'm asking. I said about three things. Yes. No, before confrontation. Sorry? Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm still waiting. Sorry? Demands what? Demands what? Excellence requires work. That's what I said. It demands pursuit. You have to pursue excellence. You can never be excellent if you don't pursue it. That's why we are talking about excellence. If you don't pursue excellence, you'll never be excellent. How many don't care too much about your appearance, your dressing? You just throw on some some shirt, you throw on some trousers or whatever. You don't even bother looking in your mirror and then you go out. Give me a It's not a bad thing but I'm just saying. <laughs> How many know that if you are that type of person can I calm down? Is that okay? If you are that type of person where you just throw on something you just you know, you don't more than, more than five minutes to, to get ready in the morning. You don't spend time in front of the mirror doing makeup and all that type of things. You haven't got time. You just quickly dash. If you are that type of person, you look a certain way. And if somebody is going to be a model, they would take maybe three, four, five, ten times that time to get ready. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even... Even the, somebody who's going to, let's say, somebody who's going for a wedding or who's going to get married as a bride. You are not allowed to make yourself your own makeup. Somebody's employed to come and do it. Why? Because they don't, nobody, we will not trust you to do yourself, your makeup as good as a professional will do it. Because we, because we require excellence from you on that particular day. So even your dressing, you are not allowed to put it on yourself. Somebody will be at, behind you trying to fix some things. And somebody will be around your side trying to fix some things. And somebody will be in front trying to fix. How many know what I'm talking about? They'll be trying to fix some things. As if you can't dress yourself every day. As if you haven't been dressing yourself throughout are, are you getting it? But even though you've been dressing yourself all the time, when it has to do with an important occasion, like a prom, like your wedding, like something, but I don't know, what interview or something, somebody has to supervise your makeup. Because we require excellence. That means that excellence doesn't just come. You have to pursue it. Hallelujah. That's why it says that ex callis, you have to rise to the hill, to become above the ordinary. When I say excellent, some people think I'm talking about 95%. But 95% is not necessarily excellent. Because there are some people who get 95% in academics, but they get 2% in life. (laughs) Hallelujah. It's not just about one thing. Excellence is not just the pursuit of one thing, but excellence cuts across everything. I said uh, 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 on, on Wednesday that excellence is about building. There are three types of people. We have builders, we have users, and we have abusers. I just wrote a book. It hasn't been published yet, but it's about building. And it's three three types of people, builders, users, and abusers. A builder is somebody who comes to meet nothing and he leaves something behind. So he comes to meet a land. But by the time he's leaving, a building has appeared on the land. That's a builder. Are you getting it? A user is somebody who comes and he sees the building... And he uses it. And he goes away after using it. An abuser is somebody who comes, sees a land, sees a house, goes into the house, uses the house, breaks a few things in the house while using it and leaves. Hallelujah. What I'm talking about, you can see it in countries. When you talk about developing country, developed countries, they are usually builders. That's why I said, I said in the book, any developed city you go to, you, even they blindfold you and they put you in a developed city, just they drop you from nowhere into a particular... One of the features that you see in a developed city is cranes. You know what a crane is? You know that uh, crane, a machine... That is lifting things, putting it. Why? Because a builder is always building. Sometimes when the land has already been built and buildings are already standing there, they break and rebuild to upgrade. upgrade. Because that is the mark of excellence. You are never satisfied with what you have done before. You are never satisfied of the past. You are always trying to improve. You are trying to work because... Excellence is pursuit. You have to pursue excellence. So you don't accept everything that is. Ask for me, this is how I am. That's the mark of somebody who's not excellent. Because an excellent person always wants to improve themselves. Hallelujah. Oh, it's a good place to clap. An excellent person always wants to improve themselves. See, the cranes. Every city that is developed... Go to uh, Lee City Center. I guarantee you, you see a crane somewhere. Come back in the next five years. I guarantee you, you still see cranes there. Go to another city which is not developed. You will even meet one ladder there. Hallelujah. I don't want to mention any cities because I don't want to offend anybody. But there are some cities, when you go there, you you haven't been there for 20 years. 20 years later, when you go there, the same structures. Some of the things are broken. Some of the windows are gone. The bridges have fallen down, but the same thing. Because they are the abusers. Are, Are you getting it? It's easier to look and see it in countries and cities. But I want you to use the countries and cities as an example of our own selves. Where, as for me, my father didn't take me to school. It's not my fault. When I was growing up, my mother didn't look after me. My parents didn't look after me. So, me, I didn't go to school. But what about improving yourself? What about using a crane to, to demolish your education that was... Non existent at that time because you couldn't help yourself at that young age to educate yourself. But now that you're old and you can pay your way, why don't you go back to school? Hallelujah. My father didn't take me to church, me to church so I won't go to church. But what about now when you can take yourself everywhere else? Everywhere else. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are just defining excellence. You have to make an effort to improve yourself. You have to make an effort to break some things about yourself. There are some things, even though, you see, when you go to the, uh, the city center, there are some buildings that are good. They are nice. But an excellent person says that we can have a better building than this year. So why don't we break this three or four-story building and put in this place a seven-story building. Why don't we break this place? You know, there, there, there's a... What's the name of your, the, the road to your workplace? What's it called? Whitehall Road. Whitehall Road on the left side used to be a car park. Only about five years ago. When you go past the... the, the uh, what's it called? The, the, the Novotel, and you're going towards uh, Hallbeck. This side, all of it used to be a car park. Just, uh, just less than five years ago. Now, when you drive past there, they are all shiny, mirrored glass buildings standing there that didn't used to be there only five years ago. I, I, are you getting what I'm saying? Go go uh, go away and come back another another 10 years. You see that something would have happened on the other side too. Hallelujah because excellence demands work amen i say excellence demands what work hallelujah let's look at a few characteristics of excellence let's start are you okay to go on the journey with me all right so the opposite of excellence is what Mediocre, medios, middle. And the word mediocre means middle of the rugged mountain. <laughs> <laughs> middle, me, it, it comes with, uh, from two words. The first one is medios, which means middle, and okris, which means rugged mountain. So, mediocre is middle of the rugged mountains going around in circles. We have done some. some. It's okay. I I remember we used to do an informal Bible school. And I was pastoring in in the Bible school with my wife. Now, it's like I preached three services. So, Three, three services, and after three services, we write the three-hour paper. So, like, what I'm doing is one service. Then after that, finish another service. Come now, preach another service. Three services. Then after three services, we are going to sit down and write three-hour paper. So, you know what I used to do? I sit down and I start. I write. I know when I've passed, as I'm writing, so I know when I've gotten fifty percent. 60%. 60%. As soon as I get, okay, now I've done more than 65%. I just get up and go because I'm tired. But my wife will sit down and write and write and write and write and ask for more paper and write and write because she hasn't preached for three, or three services. <laughs> so, when the results come, she will always 96%, 98%. And then when my results come, 65% as I'm cool. (laughs) At least both of us passed. But that's not excellent. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are some of us, our natural leaning is do the least I can get away with. Just want to pass. Do you understand what I'm saying? Excellent is a mindset. Excellence, that's the first thing I want to talk about. Excellence is a mindset. It is not a culture. It's a mindset that becomes a culture. As for the West, as for the, the European, it's, a, it's an excellent place. You don't find a, a lot of rubbish on the street. You don't find this, you don't find that. You don't find this, you don't find that. You don't find this, you don't find that. And we start pointing all the wrong things we find in certain parts of the world. But what I want you to know is that excellence is a mindset. which starts from individuals. It's from individuals it becomes a collective. Are you, are you with me? So in a church like this, if individuals start to demand excellence... Over time, we we'll all become excellent. The spirit of excellence doesn't just rest in a place just because it is no. It is individuals that demand excellence. Like Pastor Sam was saying when you look at the people that built the uh, Tower of Liberty, Statue of Liberty, high up in the sky where no eyes can see, they were very. Uh, the attention to detail was very very. was so, so, so spot on. You know, there's another, I'll add another story to his story. Leonardo Leonardo da Vinci was the artist that drew the, what's the name of that temple? Sorry? The Sistine Chapel. And you see, to draw those wonderful uh, paintings up on the ceiling, they had to build scaffoldings and he has to lie flat on his back and be drawing. And he used to spend days, months on his back drawing with his hand in the air. And there's a corner of the chapel to the side where it is hidden. Like, see this side. There's a side that you can't really see. Eyes can't go. And when they were renovating the chapel, the, the person saw, went to the corner and he said he could not believe their attention to detail in the corner of that hidden place that no one can see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And they asked Leonardo da Vinci, how is it that at that corner where no man can see? You have spent so much effort, so many days trying to make sure that the picture looks perfect. Do you know what Leonardo uh, da Vinci said? He says that if no one sees, God sees. If no one can see, God sees. And therefore, I have to do it nice so that God can see it. For most of us, where no one sees, our excellence is not there. Excellent only where eyes can see. But where no man can see, ah, I didn't go there, please. Don't send me there for me to get into trouble. Amen. So the pursuit of excellence will must always seem foreign to those outside looking in. This guy could not believe what Leonardo da Da Vinci had done. In that corner where no one can see. If it were me painting it, this place, I would ignore it. I won't spend that much effort doing this. Amen. Lying on my back. Painting in this air for hours in this dusty place. But it is not about who is seen; It's about God who sees where no man sees. Hallelujah. The of- officials, they don't understand why Daniel would not eat the royal food. And he thought that Daniel's health would decline. Hallelujah. But if Daniel chose not to eat, that was the choice, the choices meat. Yet, because he did not want to defile himself where God is concerned, it looked foreign to the eunuch. But to him, because of the spirit of God inside of him, the spirit of excellence, he knew that he had to present something to God. What is it that you present to God when no eye is watching? Here is a foreign land. They are, they are cap- captors in a foreign land. They don't ha- necessarily have to obey the laws of, 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 of Moses in that foreign land. They don't have to. But he says that whether I'm in a foreign land, whether I'm at home, wherever I am, I will not defile myself where God is concerned. Number two, excellence never compromise. Excellence never compromise. Hallelujah. Anybody who is going to be excellent has to have this innate thing inside of him or them that I will not compromise. The man says that, listen, I know you need this job. And I can give you this job. But you have to sleep with me before I give you the job. Excellence don't compromise. Oh, it's okay. No one will see it. No, Leonardo da Vinci says, "God is seeing it, so I have to do it well." Hallelujah. Are you an excellent wife? The only person who, sees it who suffers it is your husband. Sometimes he's not even there. Because it's not at home, you don't clean. You don't even cook. So today I was tired. It's a hit and miss in the kitchen. You have to pray as you are entering the kitchen. Lord, let there be food. Lord, let there be food. Oh, I shouldn't go there. The way you are looking at me, see, you, you should know me by now. When you make your face that, then you are inviting me to go there the more. Because I'm not afraid of that, that, that look. <laughs> so smile, even though you have your, yeah. And then I'll pass, I'll pass by the kitchen and go somewhere else. But if I feel that you, the kitchen is where we need the problem, the problem is I'll stay there. Hallelujah. Listen, do not compromise on excellence. We've just established excellence means hard work. You know, like Pastor Sam was saying that uh, the choir has suddenly was improved. They have they transformed. They, they are a, a good example of transformation. It's the explanation of transformation. Listen, it is not an accident. It's hard work, and they've been knocked some people have not accepted the compromise that it's okay you see you you don't get people to come and sing if you have gotten these few people who are who want to sing allow them to do it anyhow it's okay no it's not okay hallelujah i say it's not okay do you you understand what i'm saying it is not okay we will not accept it it is nobody's paying you yes You have volunteered to do it, yes. But if you have volunteered, we expect you to do it like somebody who's been paid. We will not accept a shoddy job. Are you with me? We will not accept it. Please let us not accept compromises. The reason why certain parts of the world is still underdeveloped is because of this word Compromise. The, the, the government has earmarked a certain amount of money to fix this road. And the minister of the road goes to a contractor and says, that, give me a cut and I'll give you the contract. Whether you can do it or not. So the person takes a cut and gives it. So 25%, instead of going to the road, goes to the road minister's pocket. And then because he has appointed a shoddy and a a funny type of person, they also will cut corners. Because they know that the road minister has been compromised. So he will not check the quality of the road. Are, Are you getting what I'm saying? So a certain shoddy road is built. And the road minister passes it. Because compromise then that spirit of compromise goes from the road minister and the contractor to the workers that are doing it and it goes from the workers to their, also their uh, family and then goes and goes and goes and it becomes a country or a, an economy of compromise. Recently, somewhere in the world they were in a church like this and then the roof caved in and killed everybody. Why? Because the people who were supposed to the engineers who are supposed to measure the amount of steel that is needed to hold the trusses, who are supposed to work on the pillars and work, they compromise on the quality. And so people came in to worship on a Sunday, and as they were worshiping, the roof just fell down on them and killed all of them. There was a shopping mall somewhere. They were in a shop. And then before, they, they heard, what happened? the. The whole three or four-story building collapsed and killed everybody. Hallelujah. It is not an accident. It is compromise. Hallelujah. Oh, it is not the best, but it will do. That is not something we must speak. That is not a language that we ought to have in our vocabulary. It's okay. It's all right. We'll take it like that. We'll manage it. How many recognize those type of, it's not too bad. bad. It, it, It will do. No, only the best will do. Number three, excellence is expensive. Excellence is costly. Amen. How many know that mediocrity is cheap? In the short term, it it looks cheap. But in the long term, it is very expensive. My mother used to say something all the time. I am too poor to buy cheap things. And I never understood it when I was younger. I said, how can you say I am too poor to buy cheap things? I thought cheap things belong to poor people. But the reason with me, if the, you buy, say a cheap sorry, a, a cheap chair, for instance, it's, it's cheap. You sit on it within three months, it starts clicking. Within six months, you, once you sit on it and it falls it falls in, inside. And then, you are forced to buy another cheaper chair. And then, you buy a a, a chair. And then, after a while, it falls through. I'm thinking about another example, but I don't want to uh, advertise any company. But myself and Pastor Sam, we used to have a certain type of computer. And. He believed in his computer, I believed in mine. Then one day, I decided that no, I will change. So I changed my computer. I left him using the same type of computer. I changed to a much more expensive computer. So three of his computers will buy one of mine. And he was like, eh, this one that you bought is too expensive. I said, okay. So year one came. As we were going, we were going out using, using, before he realized his own started coughing. <laughs> you know, when the computer started to blink, <laughs> he starts, the eyes started blinking. <laughs> then he said, Oh, this is my computer. It's very, very slow. It's not doing the work. Then he went to buy another one. Then I was still, I still had my. Then he was using that one. Then before he realized that one to start a coughing, <laughs> flu caught that one too. <coughs> Then, it's like oh this is my computer it has crashed one day he came and said I am doing my exam and my final presentation my computer has just crashed then he went and got another one I'm still on that one has that one crashed yet it just crashed <laughs> <laughs> so the third one has just crashed he eh, 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 and I'm still on that one seven years on my computer still looks fine and that's the job within seven years how many have you that you used how many computers three and you're about to go on the fourth one now you are going now you have become a born-again believer (laughs) hallelujah so so you understand what i mean by cheap things are very expensive Cheap things are very expensive because you wait a few, a few weeks, you have to change it. So, it's $2.99. Made in Bangladesh. <laughs> you wait two weeks, three weeks, you have to go and buy another made in Bangladesh. <laughs> the Bangladesh people write to me. <laughs> no. There are some t-shirts. You buy a black t-shirt. You wash after two washes, it looks gray. And then the hand is elongated. The, The side is elongated here and there. Listen, excellence. Excellence is cheaper in the long term than compromise, than mediocrity, than cheap things. Hallelujah. It may cost you to buy it in the initial uh, onset. It cost me a lot more to buy that computer. But believe you me, that computer has served me seven years and is still working. And I used to change it almost every 18 months maximum. I have to change my computer. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Number four. Quickly. Excellence will pay off in the long run. Amen. In the long run, excellence will pay off. Listen. In the long run, your excellent behavior will pay off. Don't compromise on yourself, on your character. Yeah. Be the the one that is out Everyone is going left. Go right. Hallelujah! Be the one that will stand. I will not compromise. In the long run, it will pay off. Hallelujah! There's a road that seems right unto man, but the end of is it, death. The narrow is the way that leads. See. Walking on X a spirit of excellence is a very narrow path. It's a narrow road. To do things properly, it is not an easy thing. Because it is easier to cut corners. It's easier to be shoddy. It's easier to compromise. It's easier. Hallelujah. But let us determine that we will be excellent. It pays in the end. Hallelujah. How many will agree with me that it takes less amount of energy and effort and money to run the economy of, say, uh, give me any developed city? Sorry? Oh, give me another one. Any economy, quickly. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. it takes to run, give me another economy that's less developed. Lagos. <laughs> I didn't say it. She said it. She was thinking it, and I just said it. <laughs> it, 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 it it's, it's more difficult. It takes, it's more expensive to run Mombasa than it is to run New York. I, are, you, are you getting it? Because, you see, in the end, it, 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 it runs itself. Excellence runs itself. When you become excellent, it runs itself. I'll give you an example. You have excellently uh, put clothes on your wardrobe, line them. When you go out and you, you come back, you take off your dress, you take it down, you, you iron it or whatever, and you put it back into your wardrobe the way you found it. As against, as soon as you come, you throw the thing into your wardrobe. Then it becomes a mountain of, a bump of clothes. When you are looking for that particular, any clothes at all you want to wear next time, it takes a longer period because you have to now bring everything out and separate everything to look for that particular black trousers. That is in the back. Because you are not excellent, you take a longer time to get ready than it too, if you, you have hung everything already ironed. As soon as you come, you pick it up, you put it on, and you are going. Can you understand what I'm saying? It, it, once it becomes a regime, in the long run, it's easier to manage. It is more more less expensive to run it because excellence is pace in the long run. Number five. Excellence is demanded everywhere. Excellence. Our world is becoming more and more demanding of excellence. Yet, strangely, so few are willing to offer it. But let's stop. Excellence is demanded everywhere. How many know that we vote with our feet? Hello? How many know we vote with our feet? If you go to a shop and you are not treated well or you don't get an excellent service, do you go back there again? No. No. Are are you with me? They may not say anything, but they will not come to you again. Your boss asks you to do something. And then as you are doing it, you don't do it with excellence. The next time he is looking for something to be done, they may not call you. Are I, I, you understand what I mean? They'll call somebody else. You know why they don't call you any 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 longer. See, the choir director asked you to sing a solo, and you didn't prepare. You didn't even learn the song properly, and then you came and you did something. <laughs> you know what I mean? You did something, and you went to sit down. And now you're wondering why for the the, uh, uh, the next 18 months, 19 months, they haven't given you any solo to sing. And this particular person is the only one who they give solo to. No, don't complain. Don't complain. Excellence is demanded everywhere. And if you give excellence, we'll come back to you. If you give excellence, we'll come back to you. If you you give excellence, we'll come back to you. If you don't give excellence, we won't come to you. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. The shop you go to, you go there because of excellence. If you go there, you go and buy your things and it's out of date. And it's false. And it's not what you wanted. Would you go back there again? No. That is why you see that even uh, uh, Tesco or Sainsbury's or Aldi, Every soft so thing they remodernize the place. Every soft so thing they rechange the thing. It's the same groceries they are selling, but they rechange things. Why? Because they know that excellence is demanded. Are you with me? They have to improve on their stock. Are we improving on ourselves? The way we are, are we improving? The king was demanding one of the best astrologers, soothsayers, magicians to come and interpret the dream. But none of them was found excellent enough to be able to interpret the dream. The only person that was found was Daniel. Why? Because an excellent spirit was in him. The king demanded excellence. And no one could give excellence. It's not just the king that demands excellence. Everybody looks for excellence. How many want to marry a, a non-excellent husband or non-excellent wife? Give me a way. If you come, anyone will do. Any man will do. Is there anybody here like that? They didn't come to church. Okay, any woman will do. So long as she's a woman, she's, she's okay. No? So my question to you, are you excellent? Would you, be, would you be picked as a candidate by somebody else? Since you are demanding excellence. Are you excellent? Oh, you didn't answer the question. Hello? Hey, you are not answering the question. Okay, then let's go home. You are Daniel here. <laughs> to be excellent at what you do Care more than others think is wise. To become excellent at what you do, care more than the average. Care more about this thing. Care more. Ask yourself, if somebody came into this church, would they be comfortable? If we want want to be excellent, we have to care more and think more about what people will, how people will be comfortable in our space. Care more about what people think. Number two, risk more than others feel is safe. Risk more to create a safer environment than the average. Risk more, care more, risk more. Number three, dream more than others think is practical. Dream more. Uncle Fred, if, say, 500 people walked into this room from the street as we are preaching today, what would happen? What would you do since you are the the manager of the building? 500. I just said 500. So where are you going to put them? So you take the roof. You see... The question I ask is demanding him thinking about it now, which means that he hasn't thought about it or dreamt about it until now. Uh, Sorry I put him on the spot, but I'm just trying to make you understand that you have to dream further ahead than now. Are you with me? How many know of Leaders that are, had foresight, that were visionaries, they saw past their, their, their lifestyle time. Like uh, we're going to talk about the Wright brothers who developed the, the airplane. They saw that there will come a time that the less can, will not be able to go as far as man wants to go. And so, if they could develop a, a, a mechanism that would fly man further, quicker, faster, longer, it would be great. So, they started developing the airplane. Are you with me? Somebody decided, that I want to create light so that in the dark, in the night, we can use light to, 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 to still do things. So, they worked on creating the light. Are you getting it? They dreamt about the need before the need came. That's the spirit of excellence. You don't wait for the need to come and then you act to it. But you dream that if 500 people are to walk into this place, what am I going to do? I have a plan already in place. So as soon as they come in, we are not, you know, moving around like headless chicken, trying to organize things. We already have a plan in place. That's the spirit of excellence that I'm talking about. Amen. Last one. Last one. We're still talking about excellence. Expect more and more, expect more and more than others think is possible. Expect more and more. Expect more and more. To be excellent, care more than others think is wise. Risk more than others think is safe. Dream more than others think is practical. And expect more than others think is possible. Hallelujah. I pray that we will all become excellent from today. See, God created the heavens and the earth. On the first day he did something and the, then he said it was good. Then on the second day he did something he said it was good. The third day he did something was good. The fourth day, the fifth day, the sixth day, the seventh day he did created man. He said it was good. Then he came back on himself and he said that it is not good for man to be alone. That's an excellent person. When even though we have finished creating all the good and brilliant things, he comes back and re-accesses his work. And he says that, listen, man is alone. Every other creature has a partner. It is not good for man to be alone. Let us make man in our own image. And he created man. And when he finished, he said that it is very good very good is excellent very good that is not the same as good good can be average but very good is excellent the god we serve is a god of excellence and if we are going to be be made in his own image and serve him in spirit and truth then we ought to be excellent